Hello and welcome to My Yellow Apple, Homeschooling, Autism, and Life. I'm your host, Natalie Dalton. Today, we will discuss what is perhaps the biggest hurdle to homeschooling your child with autism, fear. Whether it's a daunting task of trying something new, going against a societal grain, facing the process and procedures, or contemplating leaving your job, when it comes to considering homeschooling, the fear is real. If you're like me, homeschooling was not the norm when I was growing up. Everyone I knew went to public school. It wasn't some decision our parents made painstakingly whether to keep us home or send us to school. Everybody went. Sending your kids to school was as expected as feeding them breakfast in the morning. And if you're still like me, most of your adult friends were sending their children to public school when the magical kindergarten year came to pass. So the very idea of not following this very well-worn, familiar path can be terrifying. I've always been a rule follower. I followed all of life's predicted path. I went to high school, went to post-secondary school, got married, had kids. I've never really been one of those who takes detours. But when your child has autism, detours may start to become your norm very early on. By the time they're school-aged, you may very well be acquainted to doing things just a little bit differently. In the quest for making accommodations for your child and living in a world that isn't always accessible to neurodivergent people, you make a quick study of learning the non-peak times for playgrounds and restaurants. You get good at saying no to invites and events you know just won't work. And you learn to do things differently. And you learn to prioritize what works best for your little family. Not sending your child to public school likely isn't your first step off the beaten path. I think that one of the initial hurdles is wondering just how you even go about homeschooling. How do you move from wanting to homeschool and having permission to actually do it? Just the thought of having to put in an application or knowing even where to get an application, uh, not knowing what kind of oversight is expected can be terrifying and even stop you from looking further into it. But don't let this process stop you. Even just doing a quick Google search for your area and homeschooling will likely give you some great results. There are many people who compile regulations and rules across different countries and post the information. The process varies greatly from place to place. And here in Canada, I know that it even varies greatly from province to province. Even within my own province, sometimes district to district can have a big difference. So for me locally in my province, uh, you're required to submit an application to homeschool every single year. Uh, You must state whether or not you're going to follow the provincially prescribed curriculum or one of the other approved curricula. You have to give a brief overview of your teaching methods and your evaluation methods. And all this sounds an awful lot more intimidating than it actually is. The best advice I could give would be to look for a local homeschool support group. You may find one in person. It may just exist on social media. I know that the local Facebook group that I'm a part of fields lots and lots of questions from mamas who are just considering homeschooling, who haven't made up their mind, just looking into it. And we're always all too happy to help new parents navigate the system. And just getting to know other local parents, even virtually, will really be reassuring in the fact that, you know, this is a doable endeavor. The idea of taking on your child's entire schooling and education is beyond daunting. Our fears here stem largely from self-doubt. 
I remember worrying that I would never establish a routine that worked and that nothing would ever actually get done. I had, of course, at this point, spent endless hours reading books to this child on my lap, hours and hours playing Lego, building elaborate creations together. But my worried mind didn't even see this or recognize it. I didn't count all of this as learning and growing together, but it was. As parents, we are already co-learning and teaching our children. It's what we do. And you don't need an education degree. I've had lots of mom friends say to me, oh, well, it's different for you. You have an education degree. If I'm being honest, my education degrees were actually a huge hurdle for me to overcome. I started out homeschooling with um, traditionally doing what we kind of laugh at now with school at home. I tried to recreate a kindergarten classroom with one student didn't work. I had to get all that out of my system. So do not be intimidated by a lack of an education degree. One thing that helped me embark on homeschooling was to take it on for just one year. We've heard of eating an elephant one bite at a time. Don't try to eat the entire elephant. Just think, you know, well, maybe I'll do this for one year or maybe I'll do this for one term. Give yourself the option of a timeline trial that you can really help you ease your anxiety and, you know, you won't see the year spreading out before you in some terrifying dreamscape. Little steps, baby steps, baby bites. This is much less daunting. Just be sure that if you give yourself a timed trial, you know, like a year, that you take this year or this period of time to give it an honest try, a real good go. If you don't feel like what you're doing is working, remember that you are both adjusting to this together. Be flexible. Be flexible enough to try new things or try new methods. Give this period of time your all. Another scary prospect of taking on homeschooling is wondering about your income. Will you have to quit your current job? Unfortunately, if you have a child with special needs, you may already have had to give up your job or currently be underemployed. Managing doctor's appointments, inclusive daycare, and just plain old needs can be next to impossible to balance with a career. I know we all like to tell ourselves that we can do everything, but personally for me, I know that I cannot do everything well. This is not judging parents who work, not in any way. Some people are much better at the balance than I was. But can you make money in homeschool? There's no simple answer to that. Some people master it beautifully. Others manage it to the best of their ability. Some find creative solutions, while others simply put employment on the back burner for now. This is a topic we will explore in a future episode, but the question of how homeschooling will affect your ability to make money is a big one and certainly adds to the trepidation of taking it on. I really believe that the absolute best way to alleviate your fears or help with your fears is to find support. You do not want to feel alone in homeschooling. It is an isolating practice. You need to be part of a community. And you don't have to feel alone. Find an in-person support group if you can. If you can't, look for a virtual group. I remember the first time I attended a homeschool moms group. I'd found a listing online. This was, you know, um, my goodness, this is 12 years ago now. And it was the August before um, the school, the new school year. And I was terrified. I was just did not know what to expect. I had no one to go with. I was going alone. And I just imagined that I'd be walking into this room of women, you know, who all had 15 kids wearing denim jumpers and 
laminators tucked in under their arms. And the first thing that shocked me was that they were actually all quite fashionable. <laughs> but all the silliness aside, what helped me the most was seeing other flesh and blood women who were doing this bizarre thing that I had in mind. And seeing real people doing the thing I wanted to do made it seem doable for me. It took it from being a fanciful notion to, you know, something that could actually be achieved. I stayed in this group for several years and I met some really nice women there. It also made group activities possible. We had, you know, homeschooling gymnastics, homeschooling skating, things like that, swimming lessons. However, this leads me to my next point. Yes, it's important to find support, but it's equally important to find the right support. Because I was in a general homeschooling group, the vast majority of these ladies were homeschooling for reasons quite different than me. Sometimes this didn't matter at all, but other times it really did matter. While I was getting some support, it wasn't necessarily the kind of supports that I needed. And while it would be fabulous to be in a room with other homeschoolers, there were many, many times I just could not relate to their experiences. This often left me feeling even more alone. I remember one instance when a field trip was being planned and, um, you know, people took turns organizing them. And this lady who had organized this one innocently stated, um, you know, if your children can't be absolutely quiet, you know, maybe you shouldn't bring them to this event. Like these little things have a way of piling up and an ableist attitude can really make you start to feel unwelcome. It's not that people are intentionally making you feel uncomfortable. It's often just that they don't understand the challenges your family may be facing. And this was what makes it really difficult for this to be a true support for you. Uh, eventually, I did find my, my people. I found my homeschool sisters. And it made a massive difference uh, for me in terms of day-to-day -day homeschooling. Finding other parents who are homeschooling children with special needs or specifically autism is a game changer. Then you have people who can relate to your experience, who have a better idea of what life looks like at your house when you take a peek behind the curtains. Perhaps you can share tips, um, offer solid advice on issues that the ladies in the other group might not even know are issues. Uh, you have people you can share learning materials and resources with and who share your unique learning needs. If you can find people who are walking your path, this will ease your fears more than anything else. Nobody wants to feel alone. And I think with homeschooling, that's the truly scary part. Now, here's another thing. We have fear about homeschooling. But as special needs parents, there is a pretty good chance you already have a lot of fears about sending your child to school. Are they ready? Will they be treated with the dignity and respect that they deserve? Can I trust others to meet their needs? Will they be accepted by their classmates or face bullying? Will they learn to make the parts of themselves the others deem too different? Invisible. Will the school approach their needs from a deficit mindset? Will they belong or merely be included? To parent a child with autism is to face fears. We just have to decide which ones we want to face. Thank you so much for listening to episode two. If you have a message you'd like to leave me about today's show, perhaps comment on how you faced your fears or what's stopping you from homeschooling your child with autism, I'd love to listen and maybe it'll be featured on a future episode. I'm Natalie Dalton and you've been listening to My Yellow Apple, homeschooling, autism, and life.